back to beach theory. Oh, insert clapping noise yeah. here. I'm super excited for today's <laughs> episode. I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite memories from my teenage years. Most of these podcasts from our childhood are really my teen years because that's where I have yeah. the most like experience. You know what I mean? Like memories. Yes. It's when I did the most because up until that point, it was literally just well, like, what? Okay, wake you're up, talking- eat, go to bed. Oh, you're talking about experiences from when you were a teen. I feel like I had such different experiences. It's almost like I where does where does my side of the story fit in, you know? Mm. But well, I could just say what my version of what you like you're going to be talking about camping today, right? Yeah. So I'll just say what I did camping. <laughs> well, it makes sense. But everything I'm doing is kind of like chronological as i'm getting older and i'm just throwing stuff in on my my take on what i did that has to do with what you did possibly, i think the difference maybe. between us is you have like 10 times as many stories that you could tell because you it's have like true. a bigger brain with more memory space i mean it's true and if i don't get this stuff <laughs> recorded now i'm gonna forget it oh and so, we don't want that so. and you never forget anything it's true so i remember my very first camp out that i went on and i was 11 and i was like almost going to be 12 soon and they're saying you know you're not supposed to go on a camp out until you turn 12 yeah they said that with me with young women's too but because i was like two weeks away from turning 12 they let me go on the camp out anyway i didn't get to go (laughs) i was so close i was so so close i was like a month away or something like that and Mm -hmm. they were like well, you're going to be in Young Women's, but you're not in Young Women's yet, so you don't get to go. And I was just like, no! <laughs> it was very sad. Yeah, but we went camping at a beach. That was like normal for us. What a weirdo. I think half the campouts we did were at a beach somewhere. Have you never heard of a mountain before? Not in Florida, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. In Florida, there's trees. I remember trees as everywhere. I was packing for the campout with my tent and my backpack and everything, I remember my sisters were like, you have to bring candy on campouts. And I was like, okay. I have to. When they went to girls camp, I guess that was like a thing. Girls camp. They brought candy. You have to bring candy. You bring treats. It's fun. You have to bring treats. And so I was like, okay. So I went and got like, you know, that was like the first time I ever like really planned for like a camp out and like bought cool stuff. Yeah. Because literally every camp out after that, it was just kind of like, you know, just throwing a blanket and a couple, oh, I should probably bring some clothes. Like it was just <laughs> very haphazard. But that first camp out, I was like, I got to be prepared. I got to have everything that I could possibly need mm-hmm. for any situation. And yeah, I, I overpacked way too much. I did the exact same thing because I went to <laughs> girls camp when I was 12 and uh, I, they sent us a list of things that we needed. They were like, you have to bring rope and a knife and this and that. And I did, I did not miss a single thing on that list. And I probably brought even more stuff than what the list said mm-hmm. and didn't use like 80% of what I brought. <laughs> and that was I like... definitely ate the candy though. And I got treats and I was so happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think every camp out after that first camp out, you know, we'd always get a list like, hey, you should bring these things. And... Mm-hmm. I almost didn't bring any of those things because I never used them. Like I'm not yeah. gonna use a, I'm not gonna use a compass, you know. Unless we're doing an orienteering class, I'm not gonna use this. Orienteering? Compass. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Orienteering? Is that when you just go around with the compass? 
Yeah, so orienteering, you get a map and a compass and you have to, you know, latitude and longitude and oh, you have to figure out, okay, okay. I'm going to get from here to here. Because you're orienting yourself. Exactly. That's okay. called orienteering. There's I've actually a merit badge. Never heard. Well, of course, now you, because you have that merit badge, probably. That's how you've heard that word. Maybe. Orienteering always frustrated me because I thought I was doing it right every single time and without failure, I was always off. Well, Throw that out the window because when you No, became... I just have my cell phone. To <laughs> no, throw it out the window because when you're orienteering underneath the water, you're perfect at it. Thank you. And you use a compass for that. That's true. And I always looked to you like, I hope we know where we're going. Because <laughs> it's scary. Scuba diving is scary. That is one of the biggest fears I've ever faced in my life. You're so brave. Yeah, I am. Are you ready to do sky, skydiving? I don't know about land. I, and there's a couple other we'll memories see. I have from that very first camp out. Um, I remember me and all the other boys. They didn't. I don't remember them being rude to me on this camp out. For some reason, I don't remember anybody being rude at all. But I remember going and playing out in the water and we were having like a mud fight and everybody was throwing mud at each other. That sounds like boys. And uh, I tripped and I fell and I got a scar on my leg right underneath my knee. You can't see it very well anymore because it's from a long time ago. But there was like three scrapes. Yeah, you can see it right there. Oh, yeah. Right there. Do you see that line? Yeah. Yeah, that's a scar. Ouchie. So I had three of those because I got... That was I, me kissing it better. Thanks. I got my <laughs> leg scratched up on some coral and then it was bleeding really bad. And I remember I had to like hold a bandage on it and we went for a drive and that was all. That sounds like so much fun. I have to say when I was uh, in Young Women's, <laughs> I was often so jealous of all my brothers that got to go on, on scout camps all the time. All like, the young women in our world were jealous of us too. Yeah. Not even fair. How come girls don't get to go on so many campouts? Probably because they whine and complain and they're girly. <laughs> but <makes> still, <laughs> I wasn't one of those. I wanted to go. I wanted to go. And they I always think, said no. I think there's two reasons why the girls didn't go on as many campouts. Number one, like you said, they whine and complain in periods. <laughs> periods? <laughs> <laughs> number one, they whine and complain in periods. That's And number two... <laughs> The leaders probably didn't really want to go either. And that's the truth. <laughs> I think that is what really Because is. a lot of the leaders were women that probably yep. had kids and couldn't go on an overnight as easily as a husband yep. who's typically gone working anyway. I think that's right. Plus, think about how women pack versus how men pack. Women pack like they're moving into the woods. Men pack like they aren't going anywhere. <laughs> and they hope they cross their fingers and hope they'll survive. That reminds me. It was there was one time I was on a camp out. It was the middle of the summer and it, and in Florida, of course, super hot. So I was like, I'm not going to bring my sleeping bag. I'm just going to bring a sheet. That is dumb. Sorry. Because at home in my bed, I only slept with a sheet every single night. Wow. And so I was like, I don't need more than this. So I brought a sheet, and I remember I was so cold that night. <laughs> okay, this is exactly why you need me. You need me because you would die. You are my common You would sense. die. This is this is how our relationship works. When we get ready to pack for something, he's like, uh, he waits till five minutes before and then he's like, I'm all packed. 
I, I just packed. Uh, it took me five minutes. I'm packed. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like on my third hour of packing or something like that. And he's like, you are taking so long. We need to go. We need to go. And I'm like, okay, just wait. I have a few more things to grab. I have a few more things to grab. He's like, you don't need it. You don't need it. Let's just go. Just leave it. You don't need that. Why do you need that? Let's go. Let's just go. And I'm like, ah. And then finally, I'm all packed. We get in the car. And of course, I could probably count just like every time we go. He's like, why didn't you bring sunscreen? Why didn't you? What? Did you? Do you have sunscreen? Or And then usually I have it. But it's almost always like, why didn't you bring this? Why didn't you bring that? And it's always me that's supposed to grab these things that you need. <laughs> that's funny because I remember being like, oh, wow, you brought this. That was smart. Good job. Thanks for bringing it. Hey, I didn't know you brought this. That's so helpful at this moment. Like being thankful. Like, yes, it takes you three days to pack, but I'm always grateful that you do <laughs> because you always bring all the great things. Most of the time he just says, it's okay. If we if we don't have it, we'll just buy it when we go there. We'll and just buy it later. It's the other okay. half of the time, we get back from the trip and we're putting things away. And I'm like, I didn't know you brought this. I haven't seen this the whole trip because it never got taken out of the pack. No. Yeah, no. It happens. But very rarely. <laughs> and aren't you glad I brought it? I am it's glad. It's like an emergency kit. And he's like, oh, we didn't even need this. <laughs> Why did we bring this? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like the extra food that we didn't that eat. Got, you're making me sound like a horrible person. <laughs> and you know it's exaggerated. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> but it is an exaggeration That's of the true. truth. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I was jealous that the boys got to go on campouts. I always wanted to go and nobody ever really camped in my family outside of like church campouts. We need to do more campouts, not RV, <sighs> but like real camp. It's hard, man. And that's why the young women don't go on and campouts. That's, that is why. It's hard. <laughs> well, you know what? I realized I loved camping out without kids. It is fun without kids. It is fun. But with kids, it is stinking hard. And that's why the women don't go camping because they're basically just a bunch of kids in the woods. Whining, no, I feel like I feel like deodorant. it would be so different if I didn't have any kids with me and I went out with the girls' camp. Like, like now, I would want to do that. I think that would be really fun. But if I had to bring a baby with me, I pretty much nixed that. I was like, I think we the last time we did it was a few years ago, and it was at a family reunion, and. Um, just like the anxiety it brings me knowing that we don't have like a warm heater next to a baby to keep them warm through the night and the thought of having like an air mattress and holding them. It takes all the fun out, right? And like, yeah, it takes all the fun out because it's all worry for me. I'm like, oh, they're going to die. Like, (laughs) so we, and, and in Utah, even in the summer, it can get bitter bitter cold at night so it's like so we have it's to have, not fun if you have, have a baby like, that's why we have the rv that is why only way. and that's because like even if it got bitter cold at night which we have had that happen in the rv where the the heater hasn't turned on it's still 10 times better than a tent oh yeah for sure because it still holds heat you know mm-hmm. <sighs> But yeah, I used to go camping all the time. I think our goal when I was in Young Men's was 
every month to have one camp out. I, I remember that being, except it was only during the summer that that happened here in Utah. We did it year The summer round, and baby. one one other camp out during the middle of the winter and it was called the Klondike and they would dig snow caves. Did you ever do that? We didn't call it the Klondike, but we did do a snow, uh, like a winter camping one time. Was it fun we actually drove, or was it miserable? It was terrible. <laughs> so we actually drove up. Um, <laughs> it was funny because we had to do it for like a merit badge or something. So we drove up to North Carolina, I think, or or Virginia and from Florida. We drove up and we stayed at a cabin the first night and we were going to do like um, skiing and snowboarding. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was super fun. And for us Floridians, it was like I'd never <gasps> seen snow. You What's know? snow? So we drove all the way up there, and the first night we stayed. <laughs> oh, no. We stayed at a cabin. I have to tell you guys the story. So sometimes I'm like, um, what are you- where were our leaders during all yes. of this? <laughs> yes, yes. I think if the young women leaders, or if any of the other people, adults, women in church, would have known just how reckless and crazy it got, they probably would have had a yeah. fit. So we were at this cabin in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the woods. That and sounds fun. Being from Florida, it was like, especially from the city, it was like creepy, middle of the woods. Like this is the <laughs> That's true. Where you grew up, it was like oh, I mean around you there was like orchards and stuff, but you were in the city. Yeah, and so here we are up in the mountains in the woods in a cabin in literally the middle of nowhere, so dark you can see the stars, and we're like all these city boys and we're like, this is like the, <laughs> this is the perfect location for like a murder movie. And of course, I don't know. We watched this, the movie Psycho. And so <laughs> all Wait, the, they had the movie Psycho on your scout camp. On the, it was on the TV, either on cable wow. or somehow we were watching Psycho and all the boys were watching it and it was like freaking them all out. <laughs> and the leaders think it's funny. So they go outside and they start... So it's actually smart. They take the flashlight from inside the building and they shine the flashlight on the car reflectors. And so the reflector starts brightly, you know, flickering outside of the cars. And so we're like, hey, there's a light outside. There's somebody outside. Oh, and all the boys start freaking out. And so we're like all out the window, like seeing these lights this moving around. This is the perfect around. situation where as a kid, you don't realize like how much trouble adults are making <laughs> the adults and they're thoroughly enjoying oh, it yeah. and doing mean things but it's like you don't even realize you're just kind of like going through this situation right <laughs> but like as an adult you look back and go those leaders <laughs> naughty you know like yeah. but it's really funny at the same time and and i think it's funny because we now we're adults and we do the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, and then actually, I think there was a leader outside walking with a flashlight. And anyway, all of us boys were losing our minds over this terror that was gripping all of us. Did you know I've us. never seen Psycho? I don't know if I've seen it since. I don't really want to see it either. It's, it's just <laughs> it about sounds, murder and killing. It sounds scary. At least that's what I remember. What's so ironic about that story, though? It's not over yet. What's so ironic about that story, though? <laughs> I haven't finished telling it. <laughs> is that um, the guy who I dated in high school, he also watched Psycho at Young Men's at the church building, though. He watched it for an activity when probably also the Young Men's leaders weren't even there. <laughs> Anyways, I just think it's funny that both of you guys watched it at church activities. 
I've never even seen it. Anyways, continue. So, thank you. <laughs> so all the boys were losing their minds. They were freaking out. Panic attacks left and right. <laughs> um, and at this point, the leaders are like, okay, guys, it's time to go to bed. How old were you? Um, on this trip, I was probably 15 okay. or 16, something like that. What were the youngest that were there? 12. 12 watching Psycho alone in the woods. Aww. So we turn off the TV. Everybody's going to bed, but the boys are still like freaked out of their mind. And so they're all panicking like that they're going to get murdered in their sleep for some reason. So they start going into the kitchen and grabbing knives and they're planning on going to sleep with a knife clutched closely wow. to their chest in case someone tries to attack them or oh, scare them in the night. Oh my goodness. I know, right? So dumb. so dumb. So we all go up these, these stairs of this creepy old cabin. It'd be cool to go back to this cabin, actually. You we walk up the stairs in this creepy old cabin, and there's like three bedrooms with big old beds, and there's like four or five kids on each bed. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, That's it was a lot of kids. Kind of weird. I don't know, but so we're all... Cr- like cuddled together in these beds, half of the boys holding (laughs) knives and it's like pitch black. This is the stupidest thing ever. Even in the moment I was like, you guys are being so stupid right now. You should not be having knives going to bed. Someone's going to get stabbed. See, this is where me as like, if I was in your exact situation, I would not have hesitated at all to be like leaders. Come (laughs) take care of this. Like I'm totally tattling. (laughs) no remorse whatsoever either and i don't care what they say i don't want them to die and i don't want to die (laughs) you know when all the lights were turned off in the house the house was so dark i specifically remember putting my hand in front of my face and not being able to see my hand because it was (laughs) so pitch like i've never been in a place that dark but like in the middle of a cave or something with all the lights off wow anyway um so as we're laying in bed, trying to fall asleep, everybody's still kind of freaking out. All of a sudden, as I'm drifting off to slumberland, I hear the most earth-shattering, piercing, girly scream I've ever heard in my entire life. Wow. And I was like, someone just died. That was all I could think in my mind was, it happened. Somebody got stabbed and now, and now they're dead. And I, and I think that was probably one of my friends. So I'm convinced that one of my friends is dead now. <laughs> and uh, and there's a commotion. You know, everyone's kind of in a panic. Oh, no, somebody's dead. Or, oh, no, there's a bad guy in the house and we have to all go turn and kill him. the lights back on. So they turn the lights on. Everybody runs downstairs. And I look around the corner and my best friend is on the floor like, crying at the bottom of the stairs just like sobbing like he's dying oh no like and i'm like did somebody die somebody dead and come to find out he was he's been in the bathroom trying to go to the bathroom and i think that uh he heard some people outside the door did the leaders know you watched psycho honestly i don't even remember where the leaders were (laughs) with all of this for all i know they were in another cabin you know like i don't even remember Um, but I remember he was at the floor crying and he ended up telling us what happened. And this is a part that's a little bit fuzzy. I don't remember, but I think he was in the bathroom, like going potty or something. And all of a sudden, like somebody starts knocking on the door or like scratching on the window outside. And he's like, guys, come on, this isn't funny or whatever. 
and they keep doing it. And he's like, leave it, stop it. This isn't funny, guys. I know it's you. And then I think they turned off, like, I think they opened the door and like turned off the light or something. Uh-huh. And he's like, turn it back on. And they didn't do it. And so he got like freaked out and started screaming. That's all? He, he's a little bit of an emotional kind of overreacting type person Wait, anyway. whisper who it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Do you know? I thought that's who it was. <laughs> he, but, he tended but, to overreact in general. So. And I just don't want to say it on here because I don't want anybody else to like feel bad. <laughs> I don't think he listens to our podcast, but if any of his family members did, they'd probably know who it was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just... Anyway, it was so... Just so... One of those situations where I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are we taking knives to bed? But anyway, it was kind of a funny story. Did everybody put their knives away or did they sleep with their knives? I think at that point they probably put their knives back. I hope so. I think everyone well, was like, okay. Honestly. I think that was when the leaders got involved because they were like, okay, we've had enough of the drama, of the stupid boys that are just <laughs> being dumb. Like, put the knives away. Like, this isn't going to happen, That's you know. so funny. <laughs> I just remember that it was like some stupid reason why he yeah. ab- absolutely like blew a gasket and started freaking out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good times. That's one of my favorite camping memories. <laughs> I, and then I remember we did a couple times we went up to Camp Rainy Mountain in Georgia. Camp Rainy Mountain. And that was my favorite camp. We'd go there I did twice, two different summers. We went there for a whole week and we did a whole bunch of merit badges. That's fun. And just like tons of fun hanging out with my friends. Oh, let's talk about the bad stuff you did. So (laughs) I went skinny dipping once. That's what I was thinking about. (laughs) On a camp out. We were at Wakaiva Springs in, in Apopka, Florida. And, uh, it was, I didn't know you could, stay the night there they have some camps camping sites okay and one night so we we're all all the boys we were at a camping site um and it was late we always stayed up as late as possible the goal was to try to stay up all night but one I night did that it was probably 11 p.m pitch dark everybody was asleep we waited till the leaders were asleep of course and we snuck we out of our tent <laughs> and there was probably 10 or 15 of us boys we all snuck and we walked it was a long walk, too, because we were camping at the campsite, so it was a long walk to the springs. And the springs were closed. Like, there was nobody there but security guards. <gasps> and so we're, like, making sure that nobody sees us. Make sure somebody's got to be on guard from the security guards. So we walk to the springs, and we all go swimming in, like, the middle of the night. And I think one person was like, oh, I'm going to go skinny dipping. And so then they took off their shorts. And then everybody's <laughs> taking off their shorts. And everybody, like, I'm pretty sure at least 75% or 80% of all these boys uh, and me were skinny dipping. And there was a couple of kids that were a little shy and didn't want to. Mm-hmm. But I just remember it was a great ton of fun. It was so but dark. You all, didn't you say everybody was like, stay away from me. Stay away from me. Don't get too close. <laughs> yeah, that's too close. Go. Get away. Get away. Don't touch me there. You yeah. know? <laughs> Even though nobody was touching them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, like... Stop touching me! Like, yeah, I Anytime can totally though, imagine <laughs> like, kids screaming that just to be funny. Just to be funny. Anytime there's like a power outage, stop touching me! You know? <laughs> Even though no one's touching you. But that's just the wow. kind of st- stuff we would do. That's teenage boy 
dysphoria. <laughs> and then I think like I think you know now looking <laughs> at teenage kids like I don't I think, think my mom even that's... knows about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear there's at least one confession in every episode. <laughs> that's the only reason she listens. <laughs> She wants to hear the dirty <laughs> secrets I never said. <laughs> we'll hear it from her later. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, um, oh, it's so interesting listening to teenage kids, mm. girls and boys, because they have no filters. Yeah. Like, I really actually enjoy sitting at church and just kind of like listening to the conversations they have because it's like, whoa, like every single thing is like drama. I mean, not only did as a teenager that we have no filter, but we would intentionally say things to get a reaction out yeah. of people, even if it wasn't true or as a total exaggeration. Yeah. So I think that just makes it even worse. See, this is why it's a good thing I met him after he was a teenager. You might not have liked me in my wild no, years. I think I, I think I would have liked you. <laughs> You would have intimidated me. I would have been too afraid (laughs) (laughs) of you. You had to go on a mission and gain confidence before you could talk to me. Is that how it was? (laughs) And I had to sweep you off your feet or you would have been like, oh, he's old news. (laughs) I would not have been like, oh, he's old now. You were only interested in me because I was new and exotic from another (laughs) place. He's from Florida. Forget all these country boys. It was definitely not that. It was, oh, I like the last name Beach. Let's get married. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it. That was the only reason. That's so funny. Uh, the the most like rebellious thing. Uh, actually, I kind of did some rebellious things when I was on camp out. Now it's your turn to okay, confess. Okay, it's my turn to confess. Confess okay. away. So, um, we went to youth conference yeah youth conference i almost forgot the name of it naughty naughty i know right (laughs) i went to youth conference um and i'm just trying to think of what things i want to say tell it all i told about Uh, skinny dipping now you gotta there was one time i had a swimsuit that went down really far and i was at youth conference and this one guy gave me a hug that never ever was like around me and I, and somebody took a picture of it and I had a, that picture for a long time, but I only realized afterwards that it was like so immodest and I didn't even like, it just went down. It went like wide and low and I just, I think I just kept pulling it up or something like that to make it feel more modest. And it was like the only swimsuit I had or something. So anyways, I remember thinking, I wonder if that guy only was interested because of the swimsuit I was wearing. I remember thinking that afterwards, but that really has nothing to do with anything. I want to hear the confession. <laughs> the confession. Um, okay, we got up in the middle of the night during general, er, not general conference, youth conference, and it was, was it just girls or boys and girls? Boys and girls. Um, all the girls obviously were in. It was like weird. It was one of the weirdest campouts I've ever been on. It was basically in. A, a dirt parking lot like that was kind of in the woods-ish. It was like off a freeway. I camped out in a retention pond one time. What? There was no water in it. <laughs> Why? When? It was just during Young Men's one time. Mm, that's weird. They're like, the, well, this bot looks pretty good enough. Okay, <laughs> what the? Okay. It was like in the backyard. 
of one of the leader's houses. Retention ponds are all over the place in Florida for when there's flooding. And so there was just this huge retention pond and it was full of grass. And it was it's just a good kind of spot, actually. Yeah, and so we just camped out there in the retention okay. pond. But it was like this super dusty, dirty, dirt parking lot, and they had all of the w- girls on one side and all the boys on one end of the parking lot. But in the middle of the night, after the leaders went to bed, um, all the girls were like, "We should go and listen to what the boys are saying in their tent." Because they totally talk like that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and we were all like, okay, that sounds fun. I think we brought a roll of toilet paper, like we were going to toilet paper their tent or something, which wouldn't have been very cool because it just would have been on the outside of their tent, like not even cool. But anyways, everybody was curious and everybody was like, okay. So we snuck over and we were all excited. And then we heard one of the boys saying some things and they were talking about the girls. And they said some really, really naughty stuff. And it was specifically about this friend that was with me. And she got really offended and really mad. And we threw the roll of toilet paper at their tent and they screamed a little and then we went back to our tent and that was all that we did. <laughs> it was very anticlimactic. Except for um, for the rest of the night, that girl was just like, oh, I cannot believe he said that. I cannot believe he said that. And she was just freaking out about what he said. And it was just something bad. Didn't you say the next day she was like flirting with him a lot? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Why are you flirting with him? You were so mad at him. Maybe in the inside so she's dumb. like, hee, 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 hee. Oh, that means he loves me. I don't know, but it was ugh, drama. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous he didn't say that about you. No, I am happy he did not say that about me. I would have probably done something about it, which would have been included. Just all the men in, all, it seemed like all of the guys in the ward just didn't like me at all. Probably because I would tell them off if they did things I didn't like. Like, mm. I, I did not hold back. Did I was they like, like Andrew and Ryan? No. Then maybe they didn't like your whole family. It was probably my whole family. <laughs> 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 my family is different. They weren't like anybody else I knew, you know. And so I guess that just rubs people wrong sometimes. And I'm not well, going to apologize for it because I love my family. I liked you even more when I met your family. I think <laughs> you your met my family awesome. before you met me. I know. <laughs> and then I was like, this is a cool family. And then I met you. I guess you. I could marry this family. <laughs> That's basically what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I get you and everything that goes with it. It's <laughs> oh, funny. So, um, and oh, and another thing that we did... Yes, this one was probably more trouble. I got in a lot, like, I didn't get in a lot of trouble because the leaders actually put me up to it, but it was when I was older. I was probably 17, so, like, 16 or 17, but I was one of the older girls in the group, and the leaders, some of the sneaky ones that were my friends, were like, hey, go steal the other wards mascots and hide them because we had like (laughs) it was in a big girls camp and they had lots of different wards there tons of different wards tons of different camps and uh they had i think they just had like little dolls or something that like that were 
POWs called persons of worth, but really we made them prisoners of war. <laughs> but that's from my leaders. My leaders were like, you guys should go steal those, those POWs from all the other camps and hide them. So in the middle of the night with me and a couple other girls, it might have just been me and one other. But anyways, we started sneaking around to all the different camps. Mind you, this is hundreds of girls. Like this is, or maybe, maybe over a hundred. I don't know. It was a lot of people, but we snuck around and we stole them from each camp. And then we hid it in a lit, an old latrine area far up the mountain, hid all of them in like a pile and covered them with brush. And then we went to bed and in the morning it was Chaos. <laughs> Chaos. Like all of the different wards started going crazy and they were blaming each other and they were getting angry and they all thought it was the youth leaders, which were like the oldest. So like the 18 year olds and stuff, they started doing really mean things to them. Like I remember one of them and it was like the younger girls that were like, get him! <laughs> but they literally, I... I was like, okay, this has gone too far. And I, it was just during one day. And this is why the girls don't go on more camp out. They were like, no pranks. You cannot pull any pranks. Yeah, this is probably why, because it got vicious. But, Cat um, fights, remember we talked about <laughs> yeah. that? But this, I, and I did feel really bad about this, but I, and I stepped in and I was like, don't do this, guys, stop it. This is not a good idea. But it was like some of the younger girls actually duct taped one of the older girls to a tree. (laughs) (laughs) They really, they weren't saying kill her, but they're like, give us our POW. And she's like, I don't have it. (laughs) And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And they, they pretended to hold a girl over the fire. And she was like, don't stop. And they were just like, tell us like it became real POW stuff. I was like, stop right now. Don't do that. Guys, leave them alone. They didn't. And I felt so guilty because it was all my fault. (laughs) So I went to the leaders and I was like, um, this is what's happening. And they were just like, Oh no. (laughs) And we were all like kind of freaking out. (laughs) And then somebody found it in the woods like they were scouring the woods to just find it and somebody found them and i was like like, <laughs> like, like we dodged a bullet we dodged a big bullet and but i think they only grabbed like one of them maybe we'd hid them in different places or something so that night we we snuck into all the camps again and put them all back <laughs> it, it soothed everybody <laughs> but i remember being like I was feeling so bad. I felt so horrible. I was like, this is the worst thing. I did not mean for all this to happen. I'm going to set it straight. (laughs) But I was like, it was one of those situations where I was like, I can't tell them I did this. If I tell them I did this, they're going to kill me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will be lynched. Mm -hmm. I just could. I was like, I can't. I can't tell them. They'll hurt me. So did so, they never find out? I never told anybody. Wow. <laughs> so if you're from my old ward and you're listening to this, don't come for me. <laughs> um, I think I see somebody right now. Just They're kidding. coming for me. I gotta go. I can't go back to jail. I can't go back to jail. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. I mean, did you do anything that epic on your campouts? Um, I remember. What's the most trouble you ever got in on campouts? <gasps> Down oh, the I have bottom a vague, of his brain. A vague memory is returning to my mind. Blocked it from his memory. I did. Oh. I actually almost couldn't remember that story, but as I started telling it, it like came back to me. Oh my goodness. I think, what okay. Did right. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? Have you ever told it to me before? I don't think so. If you, if you buried so, it in your brain, I bet you haven't told when me. I was in the young, when I was this younger. This is exciting for me. I want to hear. I was very obedient. I always listened to my leaders. My me leaders too. were awesome. Me too. I loved my leaders. And uh, I was always a good boy. As I got older... The new leaders that replaced the old ones weren't as good, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. They were a little bit more controlling and strict. They probably heard about knives (laughs) and skinny (laughs) dipping and all of that thing. Are you going to let me tell the story? Sure. Love you. (laughs) You know you love me. (laughs) So anyway... (laughs) Um, I was, I was probably 16 or 17. I was one of the older boys and all the younger ones looked up to me. I was friends with all the younger boys. Um, and I really didn't like something that one of the leaders was doing. What was he doing? He was making us get up at like six o'clock in the morning and go run a mile. Oh, you done it now. <laughs> he messed with my sleep. <laughs> um, and there might've been some other things I don't remember, but basically... I staged a mutiny with all the boys against the leader and I instigated it and I I basically rallied the troops and said, boys, this isn't going to happen. We don't agree with this. And it was like a huge (gasps) conflict between all the young men and the leaders. Whoa. It was all because of me. It's a mutiny. What happened? Uh, Did you have to do it? (gasps) You didn't have to do it because he threw a fit? Yeah. What? <laughs> but I also remember I got in really big trouble. From your mom and dad or from? Um, from the leaders. They basically said, like, I, I got taken apart from everybody else. And they're like, you need to stop. Don't do this anymore. If you guys really don't want to do the mile, we won't do it. But you need to make sure that you get along. And, and listen it, to us. It really humbled me. And I, yeah. and I apologized sincerely. And after that, I was chummy with the leaders. And, and also then I was, you know, I took all the boys and I basically said, okay, we're going to do what they say and we're going to be respectful and changed everything. But I remember there was a couple, there was a couple hours there where I was like, dang, I'm going to die. They're going to kill me. (laughs) Like it was crazy. (laughs) That's so I had a lot of influence. Yeah, apparently you did. Um, I just remembered there was only one leader that I didn't get along with and it was only during girls camp for a week because girls camp is a few days but like four days or something but it was it was the same situation it was like taking all the fun out of girls camp because all they wanted us to do was like get well it was kind of like merit badges but cross things off like um our list of things we needed to learn. Like you need to tie all these knots and you need to learn how to do triage and you need to learn how to do campfire, bow drill, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I, it was when I was starting to get a little bit older and I hadn't crossed off or accomplished most of the things in my book. And it was kind of the same as like, um, how I didn't do all my personal progress but I was still a very good person and I was still trying to learn these things. Anyways, 
it was like, I was there to have fun at girls camp and I was doing good things and I was having a good time and I was accomplishing some of those things. But like, she came to me and was like, you haven't done most of your stuff. So I'm going to work with you personally. And you're going to be working on this the whole time. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I was so upset. And I was like, at the age where I could become like a youth leader or I could be at in the ward and the lady was in the ward. So I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to be a youth leader. I'm running away. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to do this. It was really frustrating to me, but I, I think I did a little bit with her. And then I was just like, I'm going to go hang out with the other leaders. And I told the other leaders what was going on. And they were like, Oh, just hang out with us. You'll be fine. So I just didn't do it. But it really frustrated me too. Just like, I obviously didn't want to do what she was forcing me to do. And mm-hmm. it was it was really forceful. And I was just like, I'm not doing, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to spend all my time doing this. Or, or girls camp this year, we only get to do it one time a year. Like one time, one girls camp. And I was like, it's going to be horrible this year if I do that. So I don't want to do that. I just didn't do that. Cool. I remember another story that I got in really big trouble for. We were driving up to Camp Rainy Mountain. Oh, you, yeah. we have opened a bucket of words. Pandora's box is just keeps well, you told coming. me to search my memory, and I found search a couple ideas. Memory. So I had just come home from uh, being in Oregon with my grandpa, and I watched a movie with my cousin that my grandpa highly recommended called Jackie Chan and the Legend of the Drunken Master, Ooh. which is actually rated R. But I didn't know that before I watched the movie. So I watched also, it with my cousin. Is it rated R like for violence? Mm-hmm. But not for anything else? Nope. Because I was like, Just I've seen it and it's not a bad movie. It's not. So we watched the whole thing and I was like, wow, this is a really good movie. Probably my favorite Jackie Chan movie ever um, at the time was my mentality. Now it definitely is my favorite Jackie Chan movie ever. Yeah. But I took Also, the, I think the rating system was different back then. Right. Just a little bit. I took the VHS home with me. Um, and I kept it cause my grandpa said I could have it. And, uh, I watched it on the way to that camp out. We, we were in my friend's car and they had a TV and a VHS player oh, nice. inside of his car. Um, and as we were driving to the camp, we watched that movie and all the boys liked it. I thought it was a great movie. And How then old were you? I was probably 15. Okay. But, uh, but after the camp out was over, one of the leaders found out that we had just watched a rated R movie on a Boy Scout trip with our church. And uh, when we got home from camp... What about Psycho? Isn't that rated R? I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, they told my dad, and my parents, and my dad got really mad at me for bringing the movie and watching it with all the boys. And, I, and he said I had to go tell the bishop and I had to confess and say sorry to everybody and... I got in really big trouble. I feel like that was overreacting, but maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, if they knew the movie, they might be like, oh, it's not that bad. But just the fact that it was like a rated R movie mm-hmm. and it was because of me mm-hmm. on a church endorsed activity, mm-hmm. like that's a no, no just in general. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the movie shouldn't be rated R. It was. And therefore, yeah. it wasn't okay. Anyway. I guess that's true. Yeah. Needless that's, to say, I never did that again. Rough. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. You're like, guys, I have the best movie. Gotta say it. It's my favorite movie. So, like, yeah. I remember another story. I hate. Oh, that, I have to say something, though. I got grounded for an entire summer. 
from that? No, for a different thing I was oh! about to tell you. Oh, I think I know this one. Can I tell it? First, I have to say something. I think it's really frustrating as a kid or as a teenager or whatever. At any point when you do something innocently thinking it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 reaction you get from all the people around you is like, what are you doing? That makes me feel the most horrible I've ever felt in my whole life. Because I never really, like, it, because every kid does that. Every, every kid does something like that, where they make a mistake and they didn't really think something through and everybody has a horrible reaction. And, like, I was the type of kid that all you needed to tell me was, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. And I would be like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. But to get a reaction like, what are you doing? Like that like killed me. It was like the most horrible thing ever. And so like, I don't know, every now and then I see my kids have the same thing. happen. Sometimes I get after you for doing something bad and you don't get upset. And That's sorry. because it's you. I'm not you scared go like of this. you. <laughs> but, but you love me, don't you? It's still cute, right? It's because you do love me and I am cute. And I'm like, you just did a really, really annoying thing that really, really makes me upset. But it's not a bad thing. It's a bad thing. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> okay, I think that's how I've learned to deal. Because as a kid, I couldn't have done that okay, and been successful. Anyway. I would have been like bawling my eyes out. If I was a kid and you still told me those things, I would buy, I would ball my ass. Okay, I have another confession of my <laughs> of my youth of the, how bad I was as a kid. Oh my! So confessions of a teenage Michael drama queen. No, <laughs> so we were on a like a young men's youth conference, and we went out to the church ranch in Florida, and we were camping out. It was the first day of this camp, and it was a week long camp. And so we were all there and we were all together and we had all of our tents and all of a sudden there was a really big storm and it was like raining really hard and blowing really hard and tents were getting blown into the trees. It was like, nobody was in the trees. It was like a hurricane in the trees. (laughs) Nobody was in the tents or else it wouldn't have lifted them up. But I remember they were like, all the leaders were like, everybody go to the rodeo grounds find shelter and it was like a huge storm and then i remember some people saw tornadoes like off coming close to to our camp but like there was this entire field full of tents and by the end of the storm all the tents were gone and they were all up in the trees whoa i don't know if i've ever heard this and all i remember um going with my group and everyone's like okay make sure everybody's here like okay do we have everybody they're like doing the head count right when found shelter. where's so and so oh no where are they they're still in the tent somebody go get them and so they ran back and got this kid who was still inside of his tent like alone or whatever scared and so like they got him and everybody's like in the bleachers of the See, rodeo this is grounds florida that's not a problem we would have had in utah it's just not but a problem we had in utah was like we camp out and then it snows and we're frozen in the morning. We're freezing cold anyways. Um, so we're all like all, it's like multi-stake. So there's like hundreds and hundreds of boys. Whoa. And we're all in between the bleachers at the rodeo grounds that are like solid. Like these are made out of bricks. They're solid. They're not going anywhere. It's like the only shelter in the whole area. And uh, anyway, they, they basically said, everybody, there's a huge storm. Like we're not going to be able to stay here. Um, go home. Everybody go home tonight. We'll reconvene tomorrow. And so in my mind, 
I was thinking, well, my parents aren't expecting me back till the end of the week. Um, so I'm just gonna go to my friend's house for the night and then we'll hang out there and then, you know, reconvene or, or whatever. So we packed up all of our tents and I went to my, one of my friend's houses and we were staying the night at his house. The next day we got up, we're just playing video games, hanging out, you know, there's four or five of us boys that had all kind of sloughed the rest of the camp. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of the camp is back together again, um, somewhere else, some other location. And we didn't go. And then I get a phone call from my mom. She's like, where are you? Well, how would you know? How would she, Oh, you have a cell phone. Yeah, I have a cell phone. Okay. And I'm like, um, it can't. He <gasps> <laughs> done like, it now. He done it now. Mm. And she's mm. like, no, you're not. And I was like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the leaders of the camp had called home to all the boys, you know, letting everybody know what was going on. And my mom and dad were like, he never came home, right? That would be horrifying as a parent so that's why she called me and and then i'm like crap i'm at my friend's house they're like you were supposed to go back to the camp i know i'm sorry you have to come home now so i had to come home i didn't get to go back out to camp and i got grounded for an entire summer wow i got in really big trouble (laughs) that stinks but i mean I do not blame your parents. Let's just say I learned my lesson with that one. I had to learn. I had to learn everything the hard way because as a teenager, I made all the wrong choices. I swear all of the things that I did that were wrong. I would tell my mom and she'd be like, okay. (laughs) Well, because it was like, I stole their dolls. That's like the worst thing you ever did as a doll, as a young woman. It's like you, ditched your camp to go stay at a friend's house and then lie to your parents. I would be in big trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, seriously. So <laughs> I deserved every punishment that I got. But I remember at the, at the time, all my friends were like, your mom's mean. Like, you you don't deserve it. They were all on my side, you know. But didn't they get in trouble too? No. Really? It was their house, so of course Oh. <laughs> oh. Yep. My I other figured. friends probably got in trouble, but it wasn't as bad as what I yeah. got. Yeah. They just expected me to be respectful and obedient, and I didn't yeah. do it. And anyway, well, that never like, happened I, again. With me and my mom, I, like I would tell my mom every single thing I could possibly like. I, I, it was a very similar relationship that we have. Like, with no fear of me looking bad, I would just tell her what I did. Well, here's the thing. Here's the difference. Because all growing up, I never wanted to be at home. Yeah. Like literally. It didn't matter what it was. If there was an opportunity (laughs) to leave home for anything, even if it was going and mowing my best friend's yard, like cleaning their house, washing the dishes, I would do anything I could to not be at home. Yeah. Um, Just because it was not fun to be at home. Like I had no friends. I had no, nothing fun to do. Like I would escape in my room and read books for hours just to get out of being at home and to escape in my mind just because I didn't like it. Yeah. It wasn't fun for me. Yeah. You're making it sound like it's horrible. There was good things to it too, but you just were a rebellious teenager. Maybe. I I did. I worked. I felt like anytime I was at home, I was always working. Yeah. I was, I was having to clean the, the house. I was having to take care of my siblings. I was having to do school and it was like, the only relief that I got that was fun for me at home was being able to play video games. And mm-hmm. even that was like, I didn't get to play that much because as soon as I'd get caught playing video games, I was made to do, go clean the yard or mm-hmm. I don't know, do some type of work. And anyway, it was, 
I mean, it wasn't bad. Like there was nothing dangerous or like bad at home. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't enjoyable for me. It just wasn't fun because you wanted to play. Yeah. But you were made to work and do responsible things that you didn't want to do. Exactly. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) (sighs) Have you seen any of our children? (laughs) But I don't want our kids to like not want to be home. Like all all while you're talking, I'm like, how can we not have our kids be worried or like not worried, but like, how can we make our kids want to also be here? Because I don't want them to like never want to come visit when we're older, you know, like I want them to be around, well, that's to the be diff- around and like, that's the thing though. Everything changed when I, when I became an adult. Yeah. Like it almost was like, it was o- almost overnight. Yeah. And maybe that's a topic for another, uh, another podcast. Yeah. Cause we've, we've gone way we've over, gone way time over on, on this one. one. So we'll talk more about that another time. Let's do the next one. Let's talk about that on the next one. No, I got like a, a lot more okay, of my teenage years. Write it years. down. So you got like, you have a, I do. I have okay. it right there. Becoming an adult. It's it's coming up soon. Okay. So yeah, I got I've Woo. got some more fun life experiences. I just like life was hard as a teenager. Yeah. I made all the wrong choices. I brought it upon myself. <laughs> I really did. Um, you can only say that now, looking back. You would have never it, said that. In as the a moment, teenager. it was hard. But I think every life lesson is hard. And to, yeah. you get to a certain point where it's like, okay, I've accepted that life is difficult and I'm no longer fighting against that trial. Mm-hmm. Like I was always fighting against the difficulty and, and like butting heads with it. And now I just accept that life is hard and that's okay. And I'm just going to work hard and it'll be good. You'll get, you'll make it through. Right. But at the time I was just like, no, I hate it. I hate it. Fight, 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 fight. Right. Yeah. So you just have to accept it and like, okay, I'm going to be the better person. You know, I think James, and I'm not saying anything bad about James, but I think he has a lot of the same like temperament as you as a teenager. Totally. I see him and I'm like, that's me. Because yeah. he struggles with the same things I struggled with. Mm-hmm. He has the same attitude. And that's why I so many... We just need to look at, like, what, what would you have wished could have been life for you back then? I am currently doing for him what I wish had been done for me. Uh, okay. But it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I mean, he's still young, so there's... Yeah. It'll work out. But anyway... <gasps> that was young men's that was camping i didn't even cover a lot of the camps we did two canoe trips two different summers we did two whitewater rafting tra- trips two different summers those were just super fun nothing specific about them that was like oh my gosh you have to hear the story yeah. but just good times oh yeah that just, just reminds me of I two love. others two that i also forgot you got 30 seconds <laughs> And we're done. No, no, the two that I had was I went on fourth year hike, which was so fun. And it was the first time I was with like on a hike with, it was a backpacking hike and it was just one night overnight, but we hiked for like maybe 10 miles. Stop, stop, stop. (laughs) Why? Stop it and start it again. This is going too long. Let me finish. So we went on a fourth year hike and we backpacked and we actually drank water from a spring, which is, that's the only time I've ever done that Mm, in real life. And we, um, we put our tent on a hill. We pitched our tent on a hill (laughs) and that was a mistake. I've never done that since. And that was the only time I ever did it. And that was a mistake because 
it was so uncomfortable, number one, because we were all sliding into each other. <laughs> and number two, when we woke up, the bottom of the tent was literally on my face. And I, as I was breathing, it was going up and down. <laughs> but you know what? That was one of the funnest camps. I've, one of the funnest like campouts I've ever had because it was with my friends that are still my friends today. And it was, it was like the first time being around them. And it was lots of candy, lots and lots of candy. And it was like, we had to carry that in, but it was worth it. <laughs> and in the was morning, it like heavyweight style or it was like all strapped to you underneath. Your no, but smuggled. that's a good idea. <laughs> and then, um, the other one was one. I think this was my favorite trip I've ever been on still to this day. And it was a whitewater, is it whitewater rafting trip where we all like were in boats and we, there was very few rapids, but it was, it, we went over like a certain, we went for four days. It's the most tan I've ever been in my life. Even putting sunscreen on tons every single day. I was so tan because it was just being in the sun every day, all day rowing like crazy. And we would get to the like campsite and the people that did it with us, like they had already set up our, uh, brought all of our stuff. We would set up our tents, but they had already made dinner at whatever place we got to. And it was just like, it was like luxury camping, but not only luxury because they made us the food and everything else was just so much fun that I want to do again. I would totally do that again. Yeah, that was so much fun. Okay, that's that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening to the Beach Theory. We love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I've got another fun podcast coming next week, so make sure to stay tuned to Beach Theory on YouTube or anywhere you can find podcasts. We'll be there. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.